we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alert for August 31st, 2020. And today, just another kind of blockbuster report to go over. Uh, we're going to be covering some, some subjects that, <clears throat> some of the ones that we've been covering, but then some other subjects we haven't really touched on for sometimes in a matter of years. I haven't touched on so many subjects. And um, <clears throat> before we get into that, I'm rotating all the four prayers. And we've gotten back to the current list of current event prayer points. Now, I keep trying to update this. And I added a new <clears throat> section at the start where I expanded upon the eradication of CERN and all the other 30,000 plus particle colliders uh, because of all of the wickedness that they are producing in the dark matter that they actually produce and this is the, this is the reason why they exist uh, but you're going to see why I put this near the start of this prayer list <clears throat> whereas before it was way way in the back um, not to say any of the points are more important than another but I think that this is one of the main sources for why things are so wicked in the world right now uh, and I believe <clears throat> that any high-level occultist, as you're going to see, would agree with what I just said. So as I've stated before, it's, it's always good to do like a Lord's Prayer type of prayer um, put and put on the full armor of God before you do this type of prayer. Uh, pray like Psalm 64 is good because you're asking God to hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked. Now, um, the reason I'm saying that too is because this is you're engaging in warfare here. So, if you're not right with the Lord, this probably isn't the best thing to be doing, okay? Because you're going to become a target, and if you've got all kind of chinks in your armor, so to speak, potentially open doors, you're going to get hammered <clears throat> a lot worse than, let's say, a Christian that, and I'm not saying I'm any <laughs> great example, okay, by any stretch, but just a, a Christian that's maybe uh, right with the Lord, and... Um, they they have the full arm of God on. They've they've confessed their sins. They've forgiven others. They've they've prayed a Psalm sixty four type of prayer, which asks God to hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked. <clears throat> That's a good way to go into prayers like this. Whenever you're engaging in warfare, you want to go in where you're ready for battle, and those other types of prayers set you up to be ready for battle. Now, obviously, there's more in life than that to be to be right with God. Okay, obviously that's. It's not the only thing. I'm just saying there's some of the, the big basic things, you know, and I've done a lot of teachings on, oh, prayer, you can just keep in prayer, or uh, <clears throat> no, I've done, I think, at least two or three teachings on prayer itself. So just key that in in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com if you want to know more about that. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and just um, open us up in prayer here, and if you like, pray along. Um, <clears throat> if you can always, too come back if you like can't pray with me you're in a situation where you you know you're at work or 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 you're doing a whole bunch of stuff this is something that i think is important enough particularly in the day and times we're in and moving into that you want to set aside some specific quiet time where you can pray this along with me because where two or three are gathered together in my name Jesus said, there I am in the midst of them. And I understand we're not gathered together physically, but we're coming into agreement regarding these things. 
And if one could put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand. These are biblical tenets the Bible talks about. So <clears throat> these types of prayers are very powerful. And I believe if um, we're praying all this together, it's going to be amplified very much. So I'm going to go ahead and just get us started here. <clears throat> Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come together and we lift up the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha, the Omega, the First and the Last, our Kinsman Redeemer. We come to you in prayer humbly, Lord God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, through his shed blood, boldly coming before the throne of grace to make these supplications known. And this is just the prayer list, Lord God, we are going to be praying about. Firstly, Lord God, regarding the body of Christ, we pray for strength, endurance, courage, divine providence and guidance, favor, and the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day. And then for the eradication of CERN, the particle colliders, and all the other 30,000 plus particle colliders worldwide, Lord, and the eradication of all the D-wave quantum computers, Lord, that are changing so much, Lord, in a very wicked manner, and for the eradication of every wicked portal or doorway these devices and all witchcraft taking place in this universe have opened, and all the dark matter they have created lord <clears throat> that you would eradicate all the dark matter they have created and that every devil demon evil entity or fallen angel that has entered through these portals or these doorways or through this dark matter be bound up and cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that no other evil entities can come to take their place and for the lord to expose and destroy the covid 19 agenda with all of its big brother agendas like forced mask wearing, DNA defiling vaccinations and microchips and contact tracing and for God's judgment on the vaccine medical cartels that are perpetuating all of this wickedness against the Chinese plans for taking over America through bringing in mass weapons, foreign troops and drugs like fentanyl to poison the U.S. citizens <clears throat> and wherever they're doing that, Lord. Against groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa who are literally controlled by high-level witches, Lord. Who are working with the Chinese and George Soros to kill as many Christians and righteous people as possible and bring in anarchy and ultimately to get United Nations troops on U.S. streets against any incoming asteroids or meteors that might hit the Earth, that they would be diverted to outer space against the against these devil seeds coming from China that they're trying to ship in, Lord. For God's intervention regarding the Second Amendment and the disarmament gun confiscation situation developing in Virginia and other parts of the United Nations. For God's intervention regarding the coming food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off worldwide against the UN troops already in America and coming here. For God's intervention regarding all weather warfare to destroy crop yields for 2020. For God's intervention regarding the wildfires caused by directed energy weapons and all the wicked plans surrounding this to be destroyed. <clears throat> For defense, protection, and victory to all Christians worldwide, especially the persecuted, and also all the targeted individuals or TIs worldwide. That President Trump would not approve the Equality Act or any evil law, and that if it be possible, he would be saved for for President Trump to do the right thing and enact righteous laws and appoint righteous people, Lord, and for him to 100% back off this whole Operation Warp Speed and trying to shove this vaccine, Lord God, down our throats and implement forced vaccination. And for anyone trying, against anyone trying to do that, Lord. For the fear of God to be upon Trump and all high-level politicians like a thick cloud so that they would do the right thing. Against all planned 
pandemic plagues worldwide against the exploding GMO, weaponized tick, and mosquito populations elsewhere. Everywhere, I'm sorry. Against the illegal alien terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming up through the U U U.S. southern border for stoppage and exposure of the Latin American, Chinese, Russian, and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America. Against the 5 and 6G rollout and the 40... 2,000 satellites being launched, sending intense microwave radiation over the entire earth and turning this into a prison planet for all Christians to wake up and spread the gospel and push back against their freedoms being taken away. Against the 501c3 clergy response teams being activated in America to betray and destroy Christians and that that would be totally exposed. Against the slaughter of Christians worldwide. Against all witchcraft being done worldwide to perpetuate and bring in more evil, death, and destruction. Against the internet kill switch implementation. Against the plans and wickedness of high-level politicians everywhere. Against mandatory vaccinations being implemented and that the truth would come out against them. Against the wicked factions of modern medicine and the pharmaceutical and vaccine industries. For the masses to get saved and have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth. Against the full implementation of the Real ID 2020. Against the South African genocide of whites. For God to neutralize and stop the Fukushima nuclear radiation contamination, nuclear and, and other nuclear radiation reactors breaking down worldwide. Against the Big Brother Draconian changes taking place worldwide, Lord. Against further vote rigging in the elections everywhere for stoppage and exposure of the Muslim invasion of Europe, America, and Canada, and for the eradication worldwide of all planned deep state and Muslim false flag events everywhere, for the eradication and the exposure of all pedivore, pedopredator, and all child sex trafficking networks worldwide, against the LGBTQ and even P movement, Lord God, standing for pedophile, and against the normalization of all child molestation and sexualization of teens, children, and babies for the protection of all infants, children, teenagers, and adults caught in these evil networks, for the eradication of all adult and child pornography, bestiality pornography, and snuff film sources and businesses, for the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade, for the eradication of all abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood centers worldwide, and the stripping of all power of all witchcraft from their owners and employees, for the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs, NEXRAD, Doppler, ultrasound weather manipulation, and NASA blast wave accelerators. Against the wickedness being openly promoted by the Democratic Party and all Democrats running for president. And for the fear of God to be upon both the Democrats and the Republicans. And if they will not repent of the wickedness that God would hedge their way up with thorns and have them in total confusion and derision. And that they would turn on one another and devour one another and against every level of government that has been hijacked by wickedness that righteousness would come in to fill that um, void that's left after the wickedness has been cast out against all wickedness being perpetuated by hollywood netflix amazon google facebook twitter instagram youtube and all the tech giants and dominant streaming content producers against the pop culture rock, rock and rap music industries against the vatican pope and catholicism against the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati, against the wicked factions of the, of the public universities and public schools, and also, Lord, for the Lord to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, or microchips, or implants in and on our bodies, and to destroy and purge any and all wicked bacteria, viruses, candida, parasites in or on our bodies, and to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any other wicked things the globalist elite have gotten into our bodies. We ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Okay, so let's go ahead and get right into this. I don't, again, this is 
gigantic study. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get through or, or how far I'll get into it, but I'm going to give it my best shot here. Last week was eight hours. I, I just don't know if I can maintain that one, but um, I'm going <clears> to <throat> do do my best here. I'm prayed about it, and hopefully uh, <laughs> we'll just do our best. This is, I got this the other day from someone who calls themselves Thelma, and their email is thelmadon at gmail.com, even though that's a fake email address. And I, I entitled this, Yet Another Encouraging Email from a Demon-Possessed Satanist. Ironically entitled, The End Shall Come, and my response. And they always call me Scotty. They like to call me Scotty. It's I guess it's belittling or something, they feel. Anyway, uh, hello, Scotty. Uh, this war has been going on forever, and Christianity needs to end, even though it never will. But anyway... No religious buffoons are going to tell us how to live. Oh, you'll be told how to live when you're in hell and then the lake of fire. You won't have any freedom whatsoever. <laughs> so, yeah, the, you can have it your way now for a very, very tiny, short sliver of time, you know, or have no freedom at ever for all, forever in hell and the lake of fire. Anyway, um, and then he says, or he or she, I don't know if it's a he or she, Satan is all about sexual freedom love oh yeah love yeah right lust and living the way we choose to live uh and and just kind of remember that theme living the way we choose to live um do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law that's what alistair crowley said and we're going to really get into that and this is what this embodies this email that crowleyan phrase he said or whoever it is no god quote god will control us or have dominion over us well, every knee is going to bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Whether you want to believe that or not, it's going to happen. So just, you know, buckle up, put on the chin strap there, Mr. Satanist, because it's coming. Anyway, may the sin of Sodom, meaning, you know, what they did in Sodom and Gomorrah, grace our hearts. May the knee bend to Lucifer. He spelled it a weird way. The end is near and the darkest, most evil perversion shall shine into our hearts. Um, I would rather be a beautiful goat because remember in the Bible, there's the sheep and the goats and the goats are on the left hand of Jesus and they get cast into the fire or hell or whatever. I'd rather be a beautiful goat than a pitiful weak lamb, Thelma. And then it goes to say, I pray that more portals are opened and more and more demons come into our existence. Now, again, that's why I moved that part of the prayer up to the top because see, the thing is, and it's so easy to lose track of this as we battle not against flesh and blood, but against princes and principalities and rulers of wickedness. And these are all spiritual entities. Okay, so these portals that things like CERN is creating, they can also create them through uh, witchcraft. High-level witchcraft typically can open portals as well. CERN is more of a mechanistic way. Probably mechanistic combined with witchcraft way of actually doing it, meaning there's an actual machine that's doing it. Um <clears throat> That's why I moved that up to the top, because I think that's one of the main reasons why we're seeing darkness so incredibly increase in these days and times that we're in. Uh, anyway, he says, I, I pray that more portals are open and more and more demons come into our existence. There's nothing that you Christians can do about it. Oh, yes, there is. We, we can pray. And yes, God does say, you know, he's going to let Satan kind of not totally have it his way. God's still in control of everything. But, you know, Satan's kind of having his way right now. Prince of the power of the air, the whole nine yards. You know, the, the whatever 
god of this present world, small g type of thing, you know. No, not the god of the universe, not the, you know, he's he's absolutely subject to Jesus Christ and Father God. Uh, then he goes to say, blessed be the destroyer. For she's the creator, <laughs> whatever that means. Baphomet, Baphomet, which is the, like I said last week, is the um, the Democrats' new slogan, "Death to America." The first part of that is a is a Baphomet-like goat-headed symbol, pentagram type of symbol, on the um, letter D on Death to America, new Democratic slogan. Uh, that's Baphomet, or also known as the Goat of Mendez. And uh, it says, Baphomet and Satan, give me strength to stand against the evil Christians. <laughs> and your true light may shine. Okay. Oh, Satan, oh, Prince of Shadows, guide me into beautiful darkness. Uh, wow. Reminds me a lot of that one thing I read about, um, that one... Where, where I had talked about uh, the Angel of Death, which is also known as Azrael. You can just key in Azrael in the keyword search box. I did a whole teaching on that, how there's cults devoted to the Angel of Death. And this is very Angel of Death-like. It's kind of the way they talk. They worship death. They worship evil. They, they go and, I mean, literally, they'll go to graveyards, these people, at night. And, I mean, there's all kind of accounts of it. I, I, I even read some of them on my thing. And, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll pick out a grave body's been in the ground for about 100 years or whatever it is. And, you know, do it on a full moon and remove the... And usually it's the above ground they like to do. And they'll remove the stone on top so it's they don't have to dig down six feet. Or sometimes probably they do dig down six feet. I guess how much time and effort they're willing to put forth. And, you know, they, they like to go in there and cozy down with the, with the corpse. I mean, literally get in the, get in the casket with it. You have a little cuddle session with the with the corpse and the, so this is the kind of stuff they do okay i'm not making this up this is right straight from them i've read it from their own materials before um and i've dealt with the angel of death before and uh, if you want to know more about that just can um uh, like my supernatural you'll see my supernatural experiences at contendingfortruth.com in the keyword search box um so yeah it's it's some it's some really really sick sick evil stuff and then he ends up by saying Ave Luciferia, Luciferi, uh, meaning Hail Lucifer, which is what that means. So, yeah, we have that. And now I've already kind of, you know, stated where I stand on this. I've, I've already, but what I, what I said, I said back to good old Thelma. And we're going to look way more at that word. My response was, Thelma, the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. I could care less about all your boasting and wickedness. All that is going to matter in the very near future by the, by the Lord Jesus Christ standards is who is going to heaven or hell. That's all that's going to matter if you think about it. Um, and then the lake of fire. Because hell's, hell's the um, first stop and then the lake of fire after the great white throne judgment is the next stop. Okay. Here's your future if you do not repent. Revelation 20, 10 through, what is it, 15. And the devil that was de that deceived them, which obviously this Thelma is very deceived, if that's their even real name, it probably isn't. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. 
that sounds pretty permanent to me and i saw a great white throne and this is great white throne judgment and him that sat on it whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was there was found no place for them and i saw the dead small and great stand before god and the books were open and another book was open which is the book of life and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works and the sea gave up the dead that were in it and death and hell delivered up the dead that were in them and they were judged every man according to their works see they were judged according to their works because they they refused jesus christ okay for you say by grace through faith and not not of yourselves it is the gift of god not of works lest any man should boast so if anybody's trying to get to wherever they're trying to get to whether it's heaven nirvana paradise or even hell in this case she who him or her wants to get to hell they're going to do so by their works so if you want to be judged by your works at the great white throne judgment god will let you have it that way and this is scary stuff because i mean a lot of christians are trying to earn their way into heaven now that doesn't mean good works wouldn't follow true salvation conversion obviously they should okay um but the works are not what save you because if they were then you could boast about them now this doesn't give us you know liberty to be a devil either okay but it's just the works aren't what save you good works will follow as as evidence of a good tree producing good fruit okay so anyway i've said that many many times but then it goes on to say um in death and hell were cast into the lake of fire so hell's actually gonna be cast in there in, in death this is the second death and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire so that was my response now as a further footnote because i kind of got convicted that i needed to explore more of what this devil was saying to me for your information also notice his email which um is false because i replied to him and it came right back to me which was the no thelma dawn at gmail.com now remember it's, it's a fake email but that's what he put in there it reminded me of this because when i saw mm, thelma dawn it reminded me of the order of the golden dawn which i've talked about before now i'm going to go into this a lot of this relates to Aleister Crowley. Now, Aleister Crowley's rendition of the unicursal hexagram is perhaps the best-known symbol of and certainly one of the most important symbols of Thelma, which is essentially um, this what we're talking about here. It's an occult philosophy developed in the early 1900s by Aleister Crowley. Okay, so this person is a Crowleyite, some derivation of, of Aleister Crowley's thelma religion that he started okay um <clears throat> the most the, the the most um basically best known symbol of thelma is this it's called a unicursal hexagram now hexagrams are it doesn't matter what kind they are the kind of the israeli flag this kind which is a little bit different looking of a, of a hexagram they're all wicked and evil it's a six pointed star six okay six not a good number um it's a hexagram like a curse hex it's used in the highest level forms of witchcraft to cast spells and and to do all these things okay it's very very bad very very wicked 
very, very evil, no matter what veneer they try to put on it. Now, if you don't believe that, key in hexagram in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done a whole study on it. You know, nobody's ever even come close to refuting it because it's not my info. It's just info that's widely available. Pretty easy to find out this stuff. Uh, doesn't mean I'm condemning the whole Jewish race or whatever they were, you know, but it gets into that whole thing. How did it wind up on the flag and, and what led up to all that? So you could avail yourself to that if you like. Anyway, um, this unicursal hexagram is perhaps the best known symbol of the of Thelma. It is equivalent to the ancient Egyptian Ankh. Now, the Egyptian Ankh is the cross, but with the, the top part of it, instead of it just going up the cross it's it's a like, kind of like a teardrop okay that's an egyptian ankh now when the catholic church got started in 318 ad um by uh constantine when he supposedly had this vision to start the catholic church supposedly the lord gave him this vision and it supposedly god and it wasn't god it was satan or some other devil or demon showed him a symbol this egyptian ankh and, and told constantine in this name conquer okay so that was how he was supposed to go forth in evidently christian warfare and to conquer under this egyptian ankh which is a absolute total pagan evil wicked symbol okay so it's equivalent to that or the rosicrucian rosy cross high level secret society there but first derived in 1639 from blazes pascal's hexagramium mystinium theorem anything having to do with the hexagram is wicked and evil okay and again just reference my teaching on that if you want to know more thelma is an occult philosophy developed in the early 1900s by alistair crowley also known as the beast 666 now there was a book written about him by john simons and i get i show you the cover here of the book and it shows a picture of alistair crowley and across his forehead it says the beast 666 that's how he um, that was the moniker that he liked to go by okay alistair crowley did such evil depraved things that you can't even imagine and to very small children was preferable because he would defile their innocence and vampirize their innocence and the spells that they were doing would work much better uh, and i'll just say this and again this is kind of you know something you probably don't want kids to really hear this type of stuff but he would sodomize little boys probably little, little girls too and um i'm sure human sacrifice was was forthcoming as well once they were done with the children but they they knew that that was the, he was one of the ones that would bring that to the um modern day a lot of the modern day witchcraft practices bringing that practice in telling his adherents that this is one of the greatest ways that you can derive power is by the defiling of a little child and the vampirizing of their innocence and your witchcraft spells would work much better when you did these things because it was more pleasing to satan okay this is the kind of depraved maggot that thelma or people that would follow this occult practice of thelma would would participate in um he was also a they referred to him as an english mystic they 
if you look him up online, it's very whitewashed. Even on anything you look up about him, unless you really are doing specific keyword searches, most of it's all whitewashed. You'd read it and think, oh, well, he doesn't sound that bad. Oh, yeah, he was. Um, he was an Eng English mystic, Satanist, and ceremonial magician. The word Thelma is the English transliteration of the Koinine Greek word will. And again, this has to do with do what thou will shall be the whole of the law. Um, the main tenet of Thelma is do what thou wilt. Okay, meaning if it feels good, do it. Well, again, this enters into the whole 60s era and the rock and roll, which there were very, very, very many bands that were Crowleyites. Uh, they followed Aleister Crowley. Um, tons of them, Led Zeppelin. The Beatles have Aleister Crowley on the back of one of their album covers. I think it's Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. Um, you can just key in Aleister Crowley in the keyword search bar, just the last word Crowley. I, I've, I've talked about this, this devil so many times, it boggles the mind, but I could probably keep you busy for days on all the information that you know, I presented on Crowley over the years. Um, but it had everything to do with the whole 60s counterculture, rock and roll, if it feels good, do it you know, do what thou will shall be the whole of the law. That, and, and again, that was, that was a huge tenant in a lot of these rock and roll bands that were coming up. Most of them all had to sign deals with the devil in order to get where they were going anyway. I've gone into that before as well. And I mean, literal deals with the devil. Bob Dylan's openly admitted it, you know, that he did. And a lot of others have too, um, in roundabout ways. Crowley asserted or believed himself to be the prophet of a new age. The Aeon of Horus, okay. Uh, Hor Horus, Semiramis, and Nimrod is you know one of the first pagan trinities, okay. Um, based upon this was based upon a spiritual experience that he and his wife Rose Edith, I'm sure they had a great marriage. Boy, I bet you that was solid. Had in Egypt in 1904. Now, what he did is he went into, I believe, the Great Pyramid of Giza, and I don't know, he got special access to, like, the, the, the basement or something or whatever. I think it was the Great Pyramid of Egypt or one of them. And this is in 1904, and by his account, a wicked being that called himself Awas contacted him through Rose. So Rose was like the, um, the go-between, the intermediary, the medium by which Awas was speaking through and um now Awas just so happens there's been sketches made of Awas and Awas looks very 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 similar to the modern day gray alien okay and it's funny because we really didn't see that that gray alien until you know really into the 1900s when you know the abduction phenomenon started and that's a whole other subject but um Awas contacted him through Rose and subsequently dictated a text known as the Book of the Law, which outlined the principles of Thelma. So we got all the principles of Thelma, not just because of Aleister Crowley's musings. It was almost like the automatic writing where a devil comes in, and in this case, sometimes he can take over your hands and just you start writing, and it's just all this. Alice Bailey did a lot of that, and Madame H. Plevovat. H.P. Blavatsky did a lot of that automatic writings where they would write whole books dictated by devils that had possessed them to the point where it was just they wrote the book out and it was just it was just stuff straight from Satan. The UN 
just so you know, has embraced many, many of these books by H.P. Blavatsky and Alice Bailey and where a lot of these automatic writings took place. Very, very similar to Aleister Crowley. Um, he also associated the Thelmic spiritual practice with concepts rooted in occultism, yoga, which is extremely dangerous, okay? And if you don't believe that, just key in yoga in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. And Eastern and Western mysticism, especially the Kabbalah. Now, this is a little different than the Muslim Kabbalah. I do believe they're very much related. But like a lot of things in the occult, there's different flavors of different things. Okay. Now, the Kabbalah that is in reference here, though, and I looked this up, is the Hermetic Kabbalah. Hermes, I believe, was the god of death. And Hermetic Kabbalah is like, I don't know, the death Kabbalah. It's the Western esoteric tradition involving mysticism and the occult. It is the underlying philosophy and framework for magical societies such as the Golden Dawn, Thelmic Orders, which is what we're talking about here, and some mystical religious societies, and is a precursor to neo-pagan, Wiccan, and New Age movements. So a lot of this Thelmic spiritual practice really formed the underpinnings and the backbone for all the modern-day a lot of the modern day um, more secret societies like the Golden Dawn, Thelmic Orders, Neo-Pagan, Wiccan, and New Age movements. A lot of its underpinnings is just this. So this is more of, the, more of like the foundation of a lot of the wicked occult doctrine that we've got. Particularly, oh, I'd say you start with H.P. Blavatsky kind of, you know, and then go forward. So like later 1800s into the 1900s, a lot of this was being established. Aspects of Thelma and Crowley thought in general inspired the development of Wicca, which is considered white witchcraft. We're good witches because we wear our pentagrams with the, with the pointy end pointing up, which means we're good. Now, if you're bad witchcraft, the dark witchcraft, or black magic, then I wear a pentagram and the, and the point of the star is pointing down. But the Wiccas are good because we just do good things and that's all a lie from the pit of hell just one different flavor and it's more it's more like okay we get you in the door and then you go to gray witchcraft and then you go to dark i mean that's typically how de the devil will take you if you let him um and inspired wicca and to a certain degree the rise of modern paganism as a whole as well as chaos magic and some variations of satanism some scholars such as Hugh Urban also believed Thelma to have been an influence on the development of Scientology, 100%. Now, speaking of that, uh, I did a teaching on July 29th, 2007, entitled Scientology, Aleister Crowley, L. Ron Hubbard, and Black Magic, which totally relates to what we just talked about here. I gave you a link here. Now, I'm going to read you the table of contents because this all blends and melds together. In this teaching, we will be looking at the roots of Scientology and its founder, L. Ron Hubbard, an examination of L. Ron Hubbard's life reveals he was significantly influenced by uh, and was a practitioner of the black arts, the occult. Hubbard clearly involved was, was clearly involved in the occult, and in 1945, L. Ron Hubbard met Jack Parsons, who was a renowned rocket scientist and protege of occultist, guess who, Aleister Crowley, who developed the Thelma, okay, through AWOS, essentially, this gray alien demon that dictated it under the great pyramid of giza through his wife rose what could go wrong you know come on he was a protege of the occultist 
Aleister Crowley, who was the self-styled 666, a.k.a. the Great Beast, and a member of notorious, the notorious Ordo Templar Orientis. Well, I'm pretty sure he started it. Now, if you key in Ordo Templar Orientis, I've done many teachings on that. My mom had a good friend, Betty, that was, her daughter was a member of that. I told Betty, I kept telling her, Betty was a high-level witch. Nice lady. You never really know it. Um, my mom was the type of person that would befriend people that didn't a lot of times have other friends. And um, Betty was really overweight. I'm not judging her. I'm just saying she was morbidly obese. And she was participating in high-level paganism and witchcraft. She was just really very confused lady i i, I witnessed to betty I, i've tried to reach out to her and it's funny betty had this box of whatever witchcraft stuff and she said if i ever die she told my mom she said i just want you to get rid of this don't open it just get rid of it and i'm assuming that's what my mom did when that happened but that was probably during one of those times where I wasn't like there around, but I'm pretty sure that's, I'm just assuming what happened. Anyway, um, I warned Betty, I said, and she was so proud of her daughter because she had joined Order Temple Orientis. And I warned Betty, I'm like, Betty, I'm like, you, you shouldn't do that. It's not going to end well for her. I'm telling you, they'll eat you up and spit you out. It's a very, very sick, perverted evil. I can't even, put it this way, I couldn't even... If you, if you look up Ordo Templar Orientis, I can't get into their belief system because it's so evil, it's so blasphemous, it's so perverted that I can't repeat it on air. And that's what Aleister Crowley started. And you know what's crazy? Sure enough, I don't know how long she'd been in it, two, three years or whatever, maybe not even that long. She gets a call from the high priest of the Ordo Templar Orientis, I believe in San Francisco. Again, what could go wrong? It was either San Francisco or Los Angeles. And to inform Betty, yeah, we're sorry, but your daughter was found in the trunk of a car, mutilated, I believe. And I don't know, we don't know what happened, but, you know, he was trying to smooth things over. He had Betty Condon into believing that it wasn't some type of sacrifice that either she was either willingly or unwillingly a part of. Uh, maybe devil had the devil had used her up, her time was come. Maybe she got out of line. I don't know, but she was dead. I told Betty. I told her. Um, I tried, but yes, he was, he was basically, he started the OTO, an international organization founded by Crowley to practice sexual black magic. Yeah. When I say the blasphemous stuff, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. According to L. Ron Hubbard Jr., his father considered himself to be the one who came after, meaning he considered his son to be, that he was Crowley's successor. L. Ron Hubbard, the guy that started Scientology. That he had taken the mantle of the great beast. And he very well may have. Those demons, when, they, when Crowley died, they had to go into someone else. Now, I've, there's a lot of proof out there. Very compelling proof, or documentation to prove that Barbara Bush was Aleister Crowley's illegitimate daughter. Okay, if you look at them side by side particularly at like a later age man they look really similar there's that's just one little thing about that i think i've covered that in other teachings uh 
like I said, it's all about whoever's in high-level political position. It's all about bloodlines and these types of stuff. So um, he told Scientology. He told him that Scientology actually began on December first, nineteen forty-seven. That was the day Aleister Crowley died. I believe he died like of like a heroin overdose. And um, anyway, Crowley described Jesus Christ as concocted which is similar to Hubbard's claim that Jesus Christ was an implant and a false concept meant to suppress man from advancing. Oh yeah, because their version of advancing is so amazing and nifty, you know. The whole Crowleyan sex magic and Satanism and Lucifer, you know, of course. Of course, that's the true way. These are just a few of the many examples of Scientology's parallels with the occult for the Christian it, this makes it much more understandable how Scientology is so evil and how much it has so much power over other people's lives. Now, I'm going further. Because one thing kind of led to another in this. I looked up the... Th I looked up the... Th well, basically what I found was when I did a keyword search for Thelma and Golden Dawn is the Thelmic Order of the Golden Dawn. Which is a pretty good likelihood this guy or woman or whoever emailed me this is a member of this because of their email address. Thelma Dawn. Okay. Well, there is a Thelmic Order of the Golden Dawn. And I this is right off their, their uh, page online. I'm just reading you right from their website. The Order of the TGD, which is Thelmic Golden Dawn, is an open source outer order of the Thelmic Initiatory Current in service to AA. Now, they... This is so typical when they write, they almost write in like these legalese occultic terms that most people won't understand. Now, we're going to look what AA means. This, this order is in service. So in other words, the Thelmic Golden Dawn is in service to AA. And that's going to come in a second, what that is. The Thelmic Order of the Golden Dawn is a spiritual movement and magical order with seven grades of initiation, which are linked with the seven chakras of yoga. The seven traditional planets of astrology and the seven metals of alchemy the system of the order is also kabbalistic um and this has a lot to do with this kabbalistic tree of life that um you know you you will see in the kabbalah um the highest level forms of of, of jewish witchcraft type of thing and then you also have the um you know, it's just, it, it's all related. All of it's actually related. Um, let's see. Our ceremonies have been constructed to, in accord with the divine principles of Thelma. Oh, imagine that. There we go again with Thelma. And they are designed to instruct the initiate in the magic of Thelma. Okay, so the email address is Thelma Dawn. And um, we've got all of this together, commingled. So it's pretty high likelihood this is where they're coming from, this Thelmic Golden Dawn Order. For, uh, and anyway, this is to instruct the initiate in the magical, in the magic of Thelma for the accomplishment of his or her true will. And it's all self-centered, obviously. And for the attainment of knowledge and conversion of his or her guardian, holy guardian angel. Really? Seriously? I mean, I can understand his or her heli guardian devil but not holy guardian. I mean, this is how deluded these people are. This, and they think that we're deceived. We're the ones that don't know. And they're the, they're the big guys that have it all figured out. And it's like, you couldn't be any more deluded and deceived if it were possible. 
you, it, it's impossible. Now, the AA, which is what this Thelmic Golden Dawn is in service to, according to their own charter or whatever thing, is a spiritual organization described in 1907 by, guess who, occultist Aleister Crowley. <laughs> Imagine that. Its initiations are syncretic, syncretic, unifying the essence of Theravada Buddhism and Vindatic Yoga and ceremonial magic, which is what you'll see in a lot of these, these secret societies. They'll combine the highest level witchcraft aspects of different and various occultic religions, Buddhism, Taoism, um, Hinduism, you, you name it. They're, a lot of times it's just combining one big mishmash. The AA applies what it describes as mystical and magical methods of spiritual attainment under the structure of the Kabbalistic tree of life. Now, that's the same tree of life that's in uh, Trump's office, and it's the thing he is the most proud of when they did the whole tour of his office. And I've played the clip before. I just played it a couple weeks ago, I think, where he was given a tour of his, oh, and this is the one I'm, I'm so, I was given this Kabbalistic tree of life. You know, it's a really big award that, you know, the Kabbalah synagogue of Satan, high-level Jewish rabbis can give you. Well, it's kind of funny, the AA applies what's described as mystical and magical methods of spiritual attainment under the structure of the Kabbalistic tree of life. Wow. And aims to research, practice, and teach scientific illuminism, like the Illuminati. AA stands for Argentinium Astrum, which is Latin for silver star. And just to give you the full background. Now, um, we talked about the golden dawn right we we're just talking about that the golden dawn that was part of the guy's email address then there's the thelmic order of the golden dawn where does the golden dawn originate well i did a teaching and it's entitled jr tolkien c.s lewis the inklings narnia and the golden dawn okay i did this on april 6 2008 it's an oldie but a goodie anyway summary in this teaching, we will start out by first dis discussing many of the occult details and facts regarding both J.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings books and movies and then C.S. Lewis's Narnia books and movies. During the 30s and 40s, both Tolkien and Lewis were part of an informal literary discretion group associated with the University of Oxford and known as the Inklings. C.S. Lewis called Charles Williams... Now, again, today C.S. Lewis is quoted all the time. I hear it all the time on... Supposed to Christian radio, I hear it so much. C.S. Lewis, nobody ever questions anything about C.S. Lewis, it seems like, in Christianity. Very few. Um, well, anyway, C.S. Lewis called Charles Williams, who was a fellow inkling, which is this group they were in, him and Tolkien, and a, he was also a specialist in the tarot card, or the tarot. Now I understand tarot is how you actually pronounce it. Okay, But... A lot of times people, oh, I'm going to get my tarot cards read. Okay, it's actually tarot. He was a specialist. His close friend and fellow inkling of C.S. Lewis was a specialist in the tarot card and the Kabbalah, like the Kabbalistic tree of life, yeah, and a man whose mind was steeped in the occult rituals and demonic forces. He called him, quote, his dearest friend. Now, the Bible says that if we're a Christian, we're not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Okay? 
for right, what righteousness have, you know, Christ with Belial, meaning Christ with the devil. Well, evidently, C.S. Lewis, that didn't apply to him because his best friend, his dearest friend, okay, a fellow inkling in this group was a specialist in the tarot cards and the Kabbalah, and he was steeped in occult rituals and demonic forces. You know, what could go wrong? This close friendship made a large impact on Lewis and his writings. Well, of course. You're, you're basically an amalgamation of the people that you hang, hang out with, you know. C.S. Lewis wrote of William's poems, because evidently he was a poet too. And now this is this high-level occultist, his dearest friend. He wrote of his poems, and C.S. Lewis said, They seem to me, for their profound wisdom, to be among the two or three most valuable books of verse produced in this century. This is how evil and deluded C.S. Lewis was. Charles Williams, this dearest friend of his, was also a member of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. The Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, yeah, which is basically what we just described to you. Except it was, this is the Thelmic version, the Aleister Crowley. The Hermetic Hermes is the god of death, just a different flavor of the same thing. Total, pure evil. And this was his best buddy. All the more reason you don't need to be, if you got any of the C.S. Lewis books or the Tolkien stuff, if I was you, I would burn them. That's what I'd do. Because they're cursed. And when you bring cursed objects into your house, it will affect you on a spiritual level. And this is a big reason why so many Christians are so deceived and deluded. Because they brought all this accursed stuff into their house and it has demons attached to it, just like any cursed object would. And it's affecting you. It's cursing you on some level that you're not aware of. And it's affecting you spiritually and it's affecting your discernment. Going further in my table of contents for this, there are many that assert that both Tolkien and Lewis were closet members of the Golden Dawn. Yeah. Come on. His best friends, a member of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, his best friend who he said that his writings were, C.S. Lewis said of this guy, they seem to me for their profound wisdom to be among the two or three most valuable books of verse produced in the century. And you're telling me they would, they'd be above joining the Golden Order of the Golden Dawn? Come on. The Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn was an amalgamation of Freemasonry, Babylonian mystery religions, theosophy, which is a satanic occult religious philosophy combined with metaphysics started by high-level witch H.P. Blavatsky, we mentioned earlier, also a combination of El Elias Levi's teachings, who was also a high-level black magic occultist, and an also a combination of Enochian magic, an elaborate system of, of advanced satanic ceremonial magic, and then also the Kabbalah, the highest level of Jewish witchcraft, and medieval grimoire, a manual of black magic for invoking spirits and demons. This is what the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn was. We just described you what the Thelmic Order of the Golden Dawn was. The Hermetic Order sounds way even worse, almost. <laughs> and this was C.S. Lewis's good buddy, and there's a high-level likelihood that both him and Tolkien were part of this. If they weren't, they were severely influenced by it. Regarding the Order of the Golden Dawn, among its first initiates was a coroner who allegedly performed necromantic rites. That's where you have sex with dead people. 
okay while the other early member was the black magic magician alistair crowley the self-style great b666 now if i remember right so alistair crowley was part of this what what i can remember about the hermetic order of the golden dawn it wasn't hardcore enough for alistair crowley so he went and started the oto the ordo templa orientis which is what i also just described to you and then then as came an offshoot of that was the thelmic order of the golden dawn because thelma was what was the 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 whole book the whole um the teaching of Thelma was given by Awas to Aleister Crowley's wife under the Great Pyramid of Giza through automatic, essentially through dictation or automatic writing of this devil speaking through Rose. And Aleister Crowley was writing it down. So, you know, we're talking about as wicked and as evil as you could possibly even comprehend. Okay? And that's what C.S. Lewis and Tolkien, and I, I get way more into it. It's a two-part study here way more into it with a pdf with it now i also did another teaching on c.s lewis and it's entitled c.s lewis in his own words straight from the horse's mouth can't accuse me of well you've got an axe to grind with him no i don't no i don't straight from the horse's mouth and i'll just give you the summary of this today c.s lewis is revered by many christians as a master of christian apologetics he was the author of 40 plus books which included poems novels children's books science fiction theology literary literary criticisms educational philosophy and an autobiography in his book quote mirror christianity on pages 176 and 177 he wrote quote there are people in other religions who are being led by god's secret influence to concentrate on those parts of their religion which are in agreement with christianity and who thus belong to Christ without knowing it. Then he goes on to say this whopper, to clarify that statement, many of the good pagans, like pagans, like people that practice witchcraft, pagans, many of the good pagans long before Christ's birth may have been in this position, meaning they're gods, they, they're serving God, but, you know, they don't know it. So last time I checked, I don't know a lot of witches that are serving God, not knowing it, but yet they're gods. But see, God is not the author of confusion. And C.S. Lewis is trying to put confusion in your mind to get you to just, you know, abandon your faith, essentially, and do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Well, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. It seemed right to C.S. Lewis to write that. There's no scriptural basis for what he said. It's soul-damning heresy, potentially. But it feels good. Oh, yeah, you know, God, you know, yeah. Well, I'm just saying. In a previous issue of Christianity Today, from 615, the year 1998, page 30, Millet the dean of Brigham Young University of the Mormons is quoted as saying that C.S. Lewis is so well received by the Latter-day Saints Mormons, which is a total devil cult from the pit of hell, just key in Mormons in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, did a whole study on them. He is such a, he's so well received by the Mormons because of his broad and inclusive vision of Christianity. His broad, lukewarm, broad is the way which leadeth to destruction. And many there be that go there. Narrow is the way which lead to life eternal. Few there be that find it. Well, see, 
C.S. Lewis appeals to so many people because his way to heaven or God is broad. It's inclusive. Mormons, pagans, come one, come all. You're all really God's children. You don't have to really do what the Bible says. No, you don't have to do that. You just, you know, you're, you're good. You're good. In Letters to Malcolm, page 107, Lewis indicates that shortly before his death, he turned himself very Catholic. We're going to talk about that in a second. His prayers for the dead, no Bible for that. Belief in purgatory, no Bible for that. And rejection of the literal re resurrection of the body, um, meaning uh, essentially, which is what happens at the, at the rapture. He, he rejected all that. Are serious deviations from biblical Christianity. I mean, this guy was a devil. Okay? A total infiltrating devil. Sent by Satan, by design, on purpose. In his autobiography, on page 234, he even went to a priest for a regular confession. Because, you know, the Bible says there's one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Not Mary, not a, not a, not a, a priest, okay? There's no Bible for going to the confessional. The confessional has been used by the Catholic Church for centuries in order to, to um, gather intel and blackmail people if necessary or if the time came and it's just been used as, as another works basic well i went to confession so i'm good with god now i can go out and live like the devil literally that's how a lot of catholics do look at things okay he went to regular confession that's on page 198 and he received the sacrament of extreme unction on 716 of 1963 page 301 of that book he says that his contention that christ fulfills both paganism and judaism is extremely unscriptural wow evidently he said that reflections on the psalms page 129 he said that christ quote christ fulfills both paganism and judaism whoa man i mean you are a devil he also believed the book of Job is unhistorical, page 110 of Reflections on Psalms, and that the Bible contained error. He said that on pages 110 and 112, and that it is not divinely inspired. Evidently, he said that in the Inklings group, or the Inklings, which was, I guess, I guess a book he wrote on page 175. Um, Lewis used profanities, told body stories, and frequently got drunk with his students, and that was well known. And that was talked about in World Magazine 519 in the year 1990. So, those are four different parts I did on C.S. Lewis. And the, the first two, it was on Tolkien, C.S. Lewis, The Inklings, Narnia, and The Golden Dawn. Okay, so I, I post all the links here if you want to avail yourself to any of that. Now, since we're kind of on that subject, I got this this week too. This just happened. And this is entitled The Queen of Heaven, The Closing Moments of the RNC, the Republican National Convention, issues a call for help to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yeah, the pagan goddess, the Queen of Heaven, in the most Catholic moment in American history. This just happened the other day. Why on earth did the RNC end with an incantation to the Blessed Virgin asking for her intercession and help? I mean, it's just gonzo insanity world now is, is where we're at. 
That is nothing more than pagan idol worship. And if they're not careful, she's going to show up. <laughs> well, yeah, because you see marrying apparitions all over the world, you know. And that's, you know. Jesus said, a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. And that is one of the main tenets of Catholicism. They seek after signs. Because, you know, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Like we said before, he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Oh, it's got to be of God. Look, it's the Lady of Medjugorje, or it's the Lady of Fatima, or, or this painting's oozing, nasty-smelling oil. Oh, it's of God. No, it's not. God is not the author of confusion. And if your devil religion is teaching you unscriptural things like catholicism does and then it commingles it with lying signs and wonders which is going to be the very backbone for the coming one world deception under the antichrist and false prophet if i was you i'd stay away from it i don't know that's me though i'm funny that way it's no secret that the roman catholic church teaches and believes that the blessed virgin mary is is the one that hears the prayers of roman catholics um and she is the gateway to jesus christ for salvation she is referred to in the baltimore catechism which is what they how catholics are taught in like the grade school that she is quote co-redemptrix you don't you don't get saved through jesus christ alone you've got to go through mary and how it's portrayed in the baltimore catechism is it shows a picture of Jesus on the throne and he's like, his eyes are bulging out of his head and he's pounding on the sides of the throne, angry at you. And then it has Mary there appeasing him. Appease, trying to appease because, see, that's his mother. So who's going to be able to appease him more than his mother? Okay. <laughs> and that's why you got to go through Mary to get to Jesus. Okay. And again, this is is all total lies from the pit of hell i've done more studies exposing catholicism than probably any other religion you can key it in i went into the inquisitions i've went into you you name it you name any heresy you could think of i've probably done studies on it so you can key any derivation purgatory whatever you want to key into the keyword search box and i've done studies on those um all right so let's see here it's uh yeah, she's the gateway to Jesus for salvation is what they teach. And she is the mediatrix of all graces, according to them. That's She is the one official Catholic teaching says who is the Redeemer. Wow, what rank blasphemy. Jesus Christ is the Redeemer. Not this Queen of Heaven that they're portraying. Now, I don't have any problem with the original, real Mother of Jesus in Heaven. But there's a, there's a, there's a track... That chick puts out chick.com don't say chicks because that's i've heard it's a bad website um chick c-h-i-c-k they're the ones that put out the tracks and they've got a whole series of tracks on all kind of bad catholic doctrine they're great uh and one of them is called why is mary crying and it gets into the whole thing about why the real mary who is in heaven who is the mother of jesus why she's in heaven well, I'm not saying she's crying, but if she knew what was going on, and it's it's hard to say because you don't know what a person is is privy to in heaven. But if she did 
know all the stuff that was going on supposedly in her name under the guise of catholicism it would make her cry that's why the, the chick the the track is called that i've went to whole because I, I went to a catholic high school and I, I went back there and i i would go when they were in service and i would blanket I, me and some other brothers would blanket the parking lot with these tracks <laughs> when they were in service you know um all, all these catholic tracks specifically aimed at catholicism and um it goes on to say that they teach this is they teach this in spite of the fact that none of these things that i just mentioned absolutely zero are supported within the pages of the king james bible okay the mary of the rcc the the republican uh whatever convention uh is a pagan idol of their own creation uh, oh, Roman Catholic Church, I'm sorry. The Mary of the Roman Catholic Church is a pagan idol of their own creation. But shockingly, was the one that the 2020 Republican National Convention was dedicated to and appealed to for intercession. So we've got just flat out total appealing to goddesses now. And the Republican National Convention. Now there's a Bible verse here that he posted. And it's Jeremiah 17, 18, and 19. The children gather wood, and the fathers... Now, this you have to understand the context of all this. Jeremiah 7, Jeremiah 11, and Jeremiah 14. It's apostate Israel. And just to give you a little concept, basically, Israel had gotten so bad, and so pagan, and so delusional, that they thought that sacrificing their children was pleasing to god that's where it all boiled down to they were proud of themselves they thought that they were in god's will they did read jeremiah 7 jeremiah 11 and jeremiah 14 the full chapters and you will see read it slow but you will see that that's the mindset that they had gotten to they were that bad okay jeremiah 7 is the first place it's mentioned then jeremiah 11 then jeremiah 14 okay so this jeremiah 7 Children gather wood, and the fathers kindle the fire, and the women knead the, their dough to make cakes to the queen of heaven. Mary, this Mary the Catholics worship, is often referred to as the queen of heaven. She has many, many, many titles. All it is, is see, by back there you say, well, it's not the same one, because back then it was whatever the Jews were doing. Yeah, but you have to understand, these devils just changed based on society. You can have, like, Diana, go to Aphrodite, go to whatever, you know. It's just different derivations, different flavors of the same fallen angel that these people are worshipping. But the Queen of Heaven back then was, you know, it, obviously it wasn't Mary, the, the mother of, of Jesus, what they were saying. It was just the Queen of Heaven who they worshipped. I don't know if it was Semiramis, because you have Nimrod, Semiramis, and Tammuz. Semiramis, Semiramis was the mom you know nimrod the dad these are the pagan trinities it's one aspect of the pagan trinity okay so they make cakes to the queen of heaven like what the catholics make the hot cross buns during i don't know lent or something i don't know one of the many evil things they do anyway and to pour out drink offerings unto other gods that they may provoke me to anger meaning god to anger they do they provoke me to anger saith the lord 
do they not provoke themselves to confusion of their own faces? But they thought they were doing good. You, you read the context of those, and I don't have time to get into today, but they thought they were doing pretty good. You know? This is how delusional you can get. Now, here I have, I did a keyword search box for um, Mary, Queen of Heaven. Okay, just online. And one of the main images that came up okay was this image and i posted it here and it's a picture of god the father and jesus with a crown they're 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 okay they're okay his mary in the middle mary is like sitting down okay god the father's on her right hand jesus is on her left they and god the father and jesus are both holding a crown one side of a crown and it looks like they're lowering it. They're getting ready to lower it down on her head. And she's she's there all sanctimonious and pious waiting to receive her crown. Okay. And in other words, it's almost like she's got this position of honor that neither the Father nor Jesus even have. That's the impression you get when you look at this picture. It's pure blasphemy. And then you have the dove, the Holy Spirit in the background coming in. So if you do a keyword search for Queen of Heaven, Mary, this is one of the main images that will come up. It's pure blasphemy, it's an abomination to God, and it's pure idolatry. And it's kind of funny because that's the commandment that the Catholics removed from the Ten Commandments. And they split, I think, the ninth into two. So they still have Ten Commandments, but they move the, they remove the one about bowing yourself down to idols. Did you know they did that? Yeah, they did. Read the Catholic Ten Commandments. It'll show you. They remove that one because they bow down to a lot of idols. I mean, a ton of them. They got, you know... They worship Michael, they worship all the apostles, they worship this saint, that saint, they worship Mary, they got all the idols to them. All idolatry, bowing down to idols, is an abomination to God. But see, they can't have that in their Ten Commandments because it wouldn't work too good. And hey, they're making so much money off selling all those idols anyway, you know, they wouldn't really want to cut that profit margin out. Did you know they did that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they did. Just look it up. I've done, I've done studies on it it's real super simple to prove uh so when you do a keyword search online for queen of heaven mary mother of god okay that was the full keyword search yeah that's what you get uh and this is the one of the main blasphemous images that show up i'm gonna pull this down here and see if i can get it a little bit yeah okay here we go I, I i sometimes i arrange things in my pdf as i'm talking the closing ceremony of the rnc was singing of the roman catholic anthem and the incantation to the blessed virgin known as ave maria mm, boy they state i remember when i was in florida right before i left um now some years i mean i think it was in the 2000s they they opened a university it was ave maria it was so weird because it was like it was like past immokalee i mean these are these are t towns where i lived in florida and it was just like in the middle of nowhere i mean it was in the middle of nowhere i drove out there once with taylor to just pray against it and i mean we went in there and they were having a service i kind of forget what happened but it was very very dark feeling and it's just so weird because there's this campus this college campus ave maria in the middle of nowhere and I'm, I imagine it's probably on ley lines or something. There's got to be some weird occult significance of why that place is there. 
and um, I, I've given that account better, but for some reason it's more sketchy. I just remember it being very, very extremely wicked. And Taylor was picking up seriously wicked vibes. She's very sensitive to that, and yeah, it was it was bad news. Anyway, um, in the Bible, the phrase Hail Mary does not appear, neither does Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners now in the hour of our death. Amen. None of these statements appear in the Bible. These statements were added by the Roman Catholic Church nearly 1,500 years after the angel visitation to the actual Mary that was recorded in Scripture. So they just made this, you know, just make it up. You know, when you're a liar, you just make stuff up. When you have a lying religion, you just make stuff up as you go. Roman Catholics who have been taught only priests can understand the Bible have been brainwashed to believe that the words from the Hail Mary are from the Bible, even though they are not, and actually are taught only a small set segment of scripture the rest is roman catholic idol worship fantasy now there's a there's a picture here and it says click to read the proof that the blessed virgin of the roman catholic church is nothing has nothing in common with the biblical mary there's a whole link to that if you want to avail yourself so if donald trump is the darling of the latest laodicean non-catholic evangelicals that surround him why on earth did the rnc end with an incantation to the blessed virgin mary asking for her, her intercession and help I guess they got to get the whole catholic people on board but remember this is all bringing us to the one world religion remember there's a, there's a point for all this because our you know trump hasn't been associated a ton with the catholics up to now i understand he went to a jesuit college and that's yeah and i'm not saying that behind closed doors he has it. it's just that outwardly most of the apostates he surrounded himself with, most of the higher up ones, Paul White and these types, most of them I don't think were Catholics. Okay, he's he, this guy surrounded himself with everybody. He surrounded himself with Kabbalistic Jewish rabbis, which is really his primary deal. Evangelicals, the whole nine yards. Okay, um, but so this goes on to say that is um, that is nothing more than pagan idol worship. It is not Christian in any way, meaning the asking the help of the Blessed Virgin for intercession help. But maybe the reason all this happened at the RNC has something to do with the visit that Trump, President Trump and the First Lady made back in June to the grave and image idol of St. John Paul II. Now, I reported on this, I don't know, five, six weeks ago. Or maybe a couple months. Anyway, and maybe it has something to do with Mike Pence's closed door meeting with the Pope at the Vatican. And maybe it has something to do with the Abraham Accord, which is the next building block in the one world religion of Chrislam, meaning the amalgamation of Christianity and Islam. With and and also maybe it has something to do with the Pope's declaration of human fraternity. And there's links to every single thing that I just said if you, if you want to know more about it. Now, remove every instance of the word maybe in this paragraph, and you have figured it out. You have cracked the case. Yes, because it's all bringing us to this one world religion under Antichrist and false prophet that's forming. Okay, through, and particularly in America, through the 501c3 corporations uh, known as churches, and then also the clergy response teams, which are all going to be on board with all this stuff. Now, going further, their source for this information was LifeSite News, which is a very very anti-abortion but very pro-catholic website okay i was on their email list for a while and i was like oh, i just can't take anymore you know it's just like uh it's, it's too much 
bad commingled with good, you know. Anyway, the Republican National, and this is from them, this is their take on it, LifeSite News. The Republican National Convention concluded with one, with what one commentator has called, quote, the most Catholic moment in American history. And they're presenting this like it's good, okay? Declared conservative Catholic commentator John Zimmerak. And he said, thank New York City, a once great Catholic city, for making POTUS possible, meaning that's where he came from. That's what spawned Devil Trump. The, the performance of Ave Maria or Hail Mary prayer put into music, opera singer Christopher Machio offered a beautiful rendition of the song cherished by Catholics from the Blue Room balcony of the White House after President Donald J. Trump's speech officially accepting his party's nomination to run for re-election. So maybe this whole thing is invoking all of these devils and demons and evil entities in the Catholic death cult to help Trump get reelected. Now, I'm not saying it's not all predetermined, but I'm just saying maybe now it's not enough to have all the lukewarm apostate evangelical devils and demons helping him. Now he's going he's gonna to break out a whole other gun that he really wasn't calling upon before, and he's calling on all the Catholic devils and demons. And the main one being this queen of heaven to help him get reelected. Okay, I'm, I'm speculating. And then this guy says, um, he says, Our Lady has been called. She will come, meaning the, the devil, Queen of Heaven. Her intercession will release miracles. Yeah, lying signs and wonders and miracles, which is the whole thing of how the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to deceive the whole world during the tribulation. Yeah. And then if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Yeah, same stuff, you know. See 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 as well. Now, my i make a little comment here you might want to go watch the the documentary messages from heaven the doc the video documenting the demonic apparitions of the queen catholic queen of heaven mother mary watch the entire movie here now i used to have the i might still have it i used to have it on like vhs this is how long it's been out um but i give you an actual direct link the link still works it's not on youtube now, you might be able to find it on YouTube, though. If you get key and messages from heaven and just marry, you might find it. Who knows? I don't know if the quality is the greatest, but it's it's a whole link. I gave this... Um, <laughs> I gave this... Uh, I gave this VHS tape to my grandma Myers. Uh, boy, she was not receptive. Let's put it that way. My grandma Myers, she was a sweet lady, but boy, oh boy, the first time I ever saw her fangs come out was when I started threatening or going after the Catholic uh, church. So I know another side of her, because those demons, they're just right under the surface. And Catholics are some of the hardest people I've ever seen to reach. They really are. They're very powerful demons. So if you're trying to reach out to anybody regarding this type of stuff, prayer and fasting is always really and asking for God's discernment on how to approach it is really like the best way to go about it. Now, I do believe my, my grandma Myers might have got saved in the end. I went and visited her at her retirement home probably two or three months before she died, and I literally recorded my teachings for my dad's passing and my mom's passing. Now, that was when my both my parents died. You want key, if you want to know more about that, key in passing in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, you'll find my dad's passing and my mom's passing and um that was in 010 and 08 
and uh, or 09, I don't know. And um, you can see more about that. Uh, the, and they should be encouraging to you. They're, they're a real good, I think, witnessing type of tool. And they can provide a lot of comfort to somebody that's lost a loved one. Um, and I gave her that. I, I, I custom made this MP3 player for her. And I, I set it all up so all she had to do is just keep kick play. And I wasn't attacking the Catholic Church or anything like that in there. So I, I, I don't know. But I know that whenever you would even bring it up, she'd get before she'd get violent. I didn't go to the nursing home to try to get in a big knockdown drag out fight with her. But I wanted her to at least have the opportunity. I wanted her to understand, you know, what actually happened with my mom and dad. And I, I pray to God she got saved. Um, but she wasn't, she wasn't with us a lot longer after that, but she was totally coherent. So there's, a, there's only so much you can do, you know, with, with things, um, with that type of situation, you can do what you can do and then, you know, pray about it, fast about it. If you feel led and, and, you know, just keep living life because, um, God knows their heart. You never know what a person might have encountered prior to them passing away. You know? So anyway, going further. Um, I, anyway, I give you the link to that here. Uh, and then it ends by saying, after the sung prayer of Our Lady, meaning the Queen of Heaven, this pagan goddess the Catholics worship, the Trump family and the guests gathered on the south lawn of the White House to join in singing god bless america and america the beautiful and um this one guy then said dr taylor marshall catholic author and member of catholics for trump board advisory board said god will honor those who honor him and those who honor the mother of a of god and the son and then he said ave maria meaning hail um, Mary. So yeah, we have that. Okay, I'm going to cover this one last thing here, and then we'll go to part two. And this kind of relates a little bit to what we're talking about. Hundreds of faith leaders endorse Joe Biden to quote restore the soul of the U.S. faith. Uh, and in 2020, earned endorsements of faith leaders from an array of different religions: Christian, Jewish, Sikh, Muslims, and others. This just broke, um, like I think yesterday. A coalition of more than 350 faith leaders endorsed Joe Biden for president this week, citing a need for moral clarity. Oh, yeah, because we're going to get moral clarity from Joe. Now, I'm not saying Trump's great either, or he's any wonderful example, but moral clarity from this child-molesting, slimy, addled, Husk of a devil, Joe Biden. Yeah, we're going to get moral clarity from him. And he's going to restore the soul of this nation. Yeah, right. Faith 2020 is raising awareness, mobilizing faith-rooted voters to get out the vote and doing our part to restore the soul of the nation. The group wrote on its website, We're a group of progressives, independents, conservatives seeking change. Faith 2020 received endorsements from faith leaders of various religions, Christian, Jewish, Sikh, Muslim, and others. <coughs> Excuse me. Its list includes well-known names such as Nadia Boltz-Weber. 
Oh, we're going to talk about her in a sec. A Lutheran minister who founded the LGBTQ-friendly House for All Sinners and Saints in Denver. And Robert E. Lee the fourth, a descendant of the Confederate general who stepped down as a pastor in North Carolina church and has now become a supporter of Black Lives Matter. Isn't that wonderful? This is the kind of quality people we have that are Christians that are endorsing Biden. Now, I've talked about Nadia Boltz Weber on at least two different teachings, but I couldn't find the other one. The one I could find... Um, was from 9-11-11, part four. And the last part of it I talked, and it's entitled Creeping Unnoticed into the Lutheran Church. Meet Nadia Boltz Weber, the unbelievably heavily tattooed, female, pro-sodomy, emergent, foul-mouthed, feminist, Lutheran, Catholic priest, collar-wearing pastor. Oh yeah, she, she does it all. She checks all the boxes of evil so yeah that's all i have for part one and we will go to part two next god bless you